We'll start recording, okay? Okay, beautiful. So we have it. I just sent them both the link. Do they know to come on or should I give them a call? No, I told them. I told Ralph and hopefully he'll come. Okay, that's, right. that's enough. You don't have to call. We're done. Let me just get back to my screen somewhere. I lost it somewhere. But okay. Now we'll share screen with the Gemara. Oh, how do I get this? I want the Gemara. Hold on a second. Oh, here's Gemara. Okay. Ganav, you ready? Yeah. You see where I highlighted it? Yeah. Okay, says the Gemara. Ganav al al So, in general, when a person steals something, he has to pay back double what he stole. Okay? If you stole a cow, and you have to pay five times the amount. If you stole a sheep, you have to pay four times the amount. But that's only if you stole it and you sold it or slaughtered it. Okay? So now we have a case over here where you stole with two witnesses and you shechted it or you sold it with the same witnesses testifying for both actions. Or it's two different guys who are testifying about the selling. You still pay the four or five times the amount, even whether it's the same witnesses or different ones. Case two is if you you stole it and you sold it on Shabbat, or you stole it and then you sold it to an idol worshiping place, or you stole it and you slaughtered it on Kippur. Or, Ganav Mishel Aviv Aviv. You stole it from your father, and you sold it, or slaughtered it, and then the guy's father died, so you don't really owe anyone money, only your brothers, not your father, because the guy you stole it from doesn't, isn't alive anymore. Or, Ganav Let's say I sold it, I stole it, I sold it, and, or I sold it and sold it, and then I gave it to the Bet Megash. In all these cases, you still pay four or five times the amount. Even though they're interesting cases, you still pay four or five times. If I stole it and I shechted it, but I was doing it for the fuah, or for dog food, or if I slaughtered it, and it found to be a terefah. Or I shechted non-korban in the Bet HaMikdash. You still pay four or five times the amount. However, Rabbi Shimon the last two cases Rabbi Shimon holds, you don't have to pay four or five times the amount. Okay? Okay. Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Let's say that our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Akiva. Why? Rabbi Akiva holds, you can only testify in Betin 
about a whole thing. You can't testify about half a thing. Davar, you come davar, and not chazi davar. Now, over here in this case, these witnesses that are testifying about the slaughtering, right? Or let's say you have two second witnesses who are testifying about slaughtering, that's half a thing. Because just the fact that he slaughtered is not a case. And therefore, our mission, which says we accept them if witnesses A and B are on the on the shechting, on the stealing, and C and D are on the slaughtering, that mission is against Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva would never accept witnesses C and D about slaughtering, because it's chazi davar, half a thing. How do we know Rabbi Akiva says that? The Tanya will enter the Brita. Let's see what's going on. When these rabbis went to learn Torah, look at who it was. He has a question like this, Joe. In general, if I want to take possession of a field, so if I have a contract, great. I don't have a contract. In place of a contract, the only way I can prove that it's my field is if I worked on the field for three years and no one said anything, that's a proof that it's my field. Let's say we have one guy testifying about year one, A and B, then, then C and D testifying about year two of him being there, and E and F on the third year. Do we put them all together or not? All together, or have the same witnesses that you were there for all three years. Amalo, you understand the question? Put them all together in a testimony, meaning? In, we're not in the testimony, but could we could Bedin piece together the testimony and say, well, we're trying to prove that Joey bought the field. He's got A and B for year one, C and D for two years. Do we put, does Bedin allow that to add up and say, okay, yeah, Joey's the new owner? Or do we say, uh, hey, well, I don't know, give me one set of witnesses for all three? I don't think so, but let's see. So, Amalo, so he says, yes, I agree with you that it's a chazaka, even though it's different rabbis. But Rabbi Kiva disagrees. So therefore, we're saying that our Mishnah is not Rabbi Kiva, because our Mishnah is allowing testimony about the selling by a witness is only Chatzidava. What do you, what do you mean by Chazaka, Rabbi? Chazaka means in order that there's two ways to prove that you bought a field. Let's say you bought a field. One way to prove it is you have a document to prove it. Another way to prove in if you don't have a document, so even if you lost a document, if you have witnesses that after you bought it, you lived and worked the field for three years and no one protested. That alone is enough of a proof that you own the field. But let's say in this case, that's if one witness saw you there for three years. Two witnesses saw you for three years. But if it's three, three different sets, one for each year, Rabbi Kiva says it's no good. And Tarakama said it was good. So you see Rabbi Kiva needs a whole, the davar, and we're assuming that our Mishnah 
can't go like him. Are you with me or not? Yeah, yeah. Very clear. So Mara says, Abaya says, not so fast, not necessarily. Maybe Rabbi Kiva, even though he doesn't let the Chazaka. Hold on, see that. Oh, I feel he wants to say, let's say you have a woman, Gertrude, okay? And um, Ruben and Shimon say that Joey married Gertrude, okay? Now there's two steps. There's Kedushin and there's Nisuin. So, wouldn't you agree that Rabbi Kiva would allow, doesn't have to say it's the same two witnesses for the Kedushin as for the Nisuin? Even though you can't do Nisuin without Kedushin. But we don't call it half a thing because since you could do Kedushin without Nisuin, So, Kedushin is its own thing. It's its own thing. But it's, not, it's, it's, but it's only half but it's only half of the of the marriage. Right, but it's it's its own stage. You need two witnesses okay. to get to that stage. And there's a second stage you could yes or not do, but it's its own thing. But when it if comes to if you only do Kedushin, are you considered married? Yes, when you do just Kiddushin, she still needs to get. Not for certain things, but for most things, you're considered married. So you're at a, a legitimate stage. That's a its own testimony. Rabbi Kiva could agree to that, that it's independent, says Abaya. What he doesn't agree is to one year, because one year of staying on a field, it doesn't do anything. That's not a stage. Okay. It only does something in conjunction with the other two. And therefore, that's why he don't let that. Okay. And therefore, by us. Even though there's no point of talking about shechting if the guy didn't steal, but there is a point of talking about stealing without shechting, because in stealing, you have to be careful. So stealing is like the Kiddushin stage. And Shechting is like a second part of the Kiddushin, which could work together. Rabbi Kiva could agree to that. Did you follow the, the, the differentiation? It's stealing and... and, and so stealing and... Um, Shechting. Shechting is, is different. In other words, just like when it comes to Kiddushin and Nisuin, Kiddushin is its own independent thing. And the suin is a tag along to a kedushin, but yet you don't need the same witnesses for both. So too, Rabbi Kiva could agree that stealing is a separate thing. You don't just not every time I steal do I have to shecht it, right? And that could still be its own independent witnesses. And shechting is an add-on to the stealing, and it's fine. Okay. The only time he doesn't let is in the case of of the three years. Because over there, each year alone is nothing. 
or they only mean something when they're all together. Did you follow that or not so much? No, I follow. Okay. So that puts us here. You can hear me, right, Rabbi? I hear you perfectly, yes. Now the Gemara asks, The Gemara is saying, bottom line is, the Pasuk says, when it comes to um, Excuse me, I'll just take a second. The Pasuk says when it comes to uh, witnesses, with uh, two witnesses, we uphold the, the thing. And we said, mean the thing and not half a thing. That was Rabbi Kiva, right? Can't do half a testimony. So what do the Chachamim do with that Pasuk? Everyone has the same amount of Pasuk in the Torah. What do they do with the Pasuk said Davar? You're allowing half a testimony? You're allowing us to testify about one year of... So the first attempt the Gemara is saying is, it's time to talk about a case of witnesses to testify that a particular girl was an adult. In order to make her adult, she's got to be 12 years old and have two pubic hairs. Okay? So let's say you have one witness testifying that she had a pubic hair on the lower side of her body. And another witness who didn't see that pubic hair, he saw a different pubic hair on the top side of the body. That the Chachamim don't let. Why? Because that's a separate thing. Now, what's different about that case than our case? So you want to say, the Chachamim say that when you have one year, that alone is testimony for that year that he was on the field. When you have one hair, even a Kitana can have one hair. So if you saw one of the hairs... You're not testifying she's a gadol at all. That we then we have to put together and say, well, if he said that he had one, she had one hair, and she said also, and they were, they were in two different spots, it wasn't the same hair. Oh, it must be she's a she's an adult. That's different because we're making the 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 piecing it together, right? That's different than in the case of adding up the years where each one is testifying about a year alone. I'm saying that for year one, Joey was the boss of the field. For year two, Joe is the boss. At least I'm saying something here. Each one is saying only half a thing. That's what the Chachamim take out. Okay? So they're only or saying half a thing by the by the by the by the hairs? Or they're saying half by the a hairs, thing? even the Chachamim do yeah. not allow the putting together that testimony. Okay. And that's what they use the Pasuk for. Okay. They, but they, they well, we're just explaining the difference between the hair case and the right. So the hair case, it's it's not enough. It's not strong enough. Like by the by the field case, it's more strong because it's okay. This is this year they're testifying for that year. By the hair, then it doesn't really mean she's a gadol because one hair doesn't mean so much, right? It doesn't mean anything. 
Exactly. Because you, you're a katana until you have two hairs. Correct. So that so one zero hair doesn't make sense. One hair katana. Witness number one, Ralph is coming saying, I saw one hair. Okay, so one hair. Good. That doesn't mean anything to us. Only if Mike says on the same day, I saw that it's an, a different hair, we have to put them both together. That the Chachamim and the Chachamim won't let from this Pasuk. Okay? Okay. okay. So says the Gemara, oh, let me make this bigger. Is this small? I can make it bigger. Hold on. Didn't get much bigger, but okay. That's good, yeah. Sumar says, Of course that doesn't work. That's half of an edut. That for sure never works. Originally we thought, one witness says, I saw a hair in the front. The other witness says, I saw a hair in the back. In the new way, we're saying there were two witnesses for the front and two witnesses for the back. And still the rabbis don't let in the first case, there was it never didn't work. It wasn't even a set of witnesses, right? You see the difference between step one and step two? In step one, we thought the rabbis were excluding. Ralph says, I saw hair one, and Mike says hair two. That for sure is not a thing, because we don't believe you about either of them. We don't believe about hair number one, you're only one witness. We don't believe about hair number two, you're only one witness. So we readjusted to know. The new, the new case the rabbis are excluding is two witnesses on the first hair, and two on the second hand. And still the rabbis don't let because only half just one. Okay? okay? I'm just telling the class. Hello? Good. Let's go. Because they're both saying she's a ktana. Let's go. Okay, new case. In the case where you stole and sold on Shabbat. Okay. Didn't we say that you're patur? The Gemara is saying, we said if you stole and you sold on Shabbat, you're patur. You're chayav. You still have to pay four or five times the amount. Remember that? The Gemara is saying, I have a different right that says, if you stole on Shabbat and you sold it on Shabbat, you're patur. Now, usually you patur from four or five times when you patur because if you would get killed, you'll be patur. In general, if you're doing something, let's say on Shabbat, or let's say on Shabbat, I throw an arrow, shoot an arrow for a in public property, and it rips someone's shirt. I don't have to pay for the shirt because since I'm getting killed for shooting arrow for a mortar shoot that beam. Okay, so over here, the guy stole on Shabbat. Stealing not necessarily is a suraita. And he also sold it, which not necessarily is a So we have a that's what we said, Yuchayat, but there's a bright this is your patur. What's the case? What is the bright explaining? Amar Rami Barhama, Kitanya, he lived the patur, Bomala Ukits, Lotena, Matenati. The case where your patur is only like this. Let's say Joey steals someone's cow on Shabbat. Okay? Now, he comes to the rabbi and says, Rabbi, want to buy a cow? It's hot. Usually hot means it's stolen. Okay? 
And I say, sure. Um, and you say, how much are you going to pay me? So if I would pay, if I agree to pay you money, so then that's handling money is not an issue with you're not supposed to touch on Jabat, but it's not the right, it's not going to get you killed. But if I tell you to pay for your cow, go to my fig tree and pick yourself a basket of figs, then you, I get the cow when you pick the figs. And picking figs is the issue that I can get killed for. And since you get killed for it, that's the case where you're patur for pay four or five times for the cow. Because the selling was an inaction that's going to get you killed so you can't get this. Did you follow that or not? Yeah, I followed it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Because we're looking for a case where it's actually a sale. And in the case that you just said, Joey is getting killed for his picking. And therefore, it's not a sale. Because since, hold on. Because I could come back to you and say, give me back what I sold you. Why give me back what I sold you? Because I could tell you, you get the sale is no good. Since the sale gets backtracked, because they're taking away the, the thing from you, because it was done on Shabbat, right? I can't make you give me the cow because you could say I'm getting killed. I don't have to give you the cow. And therefore, if you don't give me the cow, I could say give me back my your my uh, Yeah, the figs, correct. And if you have to give me the figs, there's no sale. There's no sale. This can't be the sale of you sold on Shabbat because the sale doesn't work. So we're looking for a case where you sold on Shabbat and you still bought to her. This can't be it. Correct. Oh. It's a case where I told you, throw, I you, you come to me and say, hey, Rabbi, you want to buy a hot cow? Right? And I say, yeah, chuck it into my garden. And in the chucking, you do a suodoraita of transfer And that is a breaking Shabbat. And that's the case where you're patur, because since you, you throw it in and you're not paying like that, it works. You're dying though, right? Right. That's the case of patur. Kiva, Kiman, who does this go like? Kiva, Dama, Kluta, This has to be a Rekiva who holds of Kluta. Now, Kluta, Kemishuhuncha, is something that we learned in Shabbat. He's saying that when you throw something, once it gets in the air, you chayav for Shabbat. This way, 
you could be chayav while it's in the air. Because if you're only chayav when the cow lands, and I got the cow when it crossed into my property, so it's not the same time. And if it's not the same time, you're not going to get killed. You can't be patur if it's not exactly the same second. So only be kiva is machlok or be kiva Ramadan, whether we look at it while it's in the air as if it landed. If we do, then as soon as it crosses, you did Avedan Shabbat. But if we don't look at it as if it landed, then only when it lands are you chayav for Shabbat. But once it crossed into my property, it's already mine. And I already got it. So therefore, it's not exactly the same time. It's not, the times are not the same unless you hold like a Akiva. Did you follow what I just said or no? So, <clears throat> what's the difference if it's high or landing? It's still, you're still chayav. You're going to be chayav, but in order to be patur on the four or five times, it has to be that your chayuv of Geneva and the chayuv of Shabbat was simultaneous. Ah, okay, fine. Okay? It's only simultaneous if you go like a Bikiba who looks at items that while they're in the air, suspended, as if they already landed. And so therefore, it has to be that exact it second. So it has to be that exact second. It'll never land right when it crosses. But a Bikiba looks at it like that on Shabbat. So therefore, for him, it's simultaneous. And that's the way it'll work that you'll be patur on the four or five times. But according to Rabbanan, who does not agree with that, then while the thing is in the air, you're still patur on Shabbat. Once it lands, then you'll be chayav on Shabbat, but that's already, you're already chayav on the Gineva, and therefore it's not simultaneous, and therefore you will have to pay the four or five times, according to Rabbanan. You got that or not really? So does he, so he doesn't get punished for, for Shabbat? Is through Shabbat? He only he gets punished, punished for Shabbat. But the Shabbat will not get, will not make him patur for the four or five times, because it's not simultaneous with the four or five times. Because the four or five times, you chayav as soon as it crossed the property line. How is he going to pay if he's, he's dead? His his uh, his estate will have to pay. Right? Okay. So this way the estate is not even exempt from death. It still has to pay. Right. So we're saying that according to Bikiva, we understand. But according to Abedan, it doesn't work because they say... You, the mistake was a little bit two different times. Mar says, no. The case is that I said two things. First of all, I said, chuck it, chuck the thing to my field. So when you're chucking it, but I said, I don't want to get it till it lands. Uh, yeah. And therefore, even though it crossed my property line, it's gonna land, and when it lands, you have for Shabbat. And when it lands, you also have for, for the for the for the transfer. And that's how it's gonna work. You with me? Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Okay, we'll stop over here. This is good. Thank you, okay. Joe. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Thank you for making the time. Very nice in the middle of the day. Now, what do I do with this? Hold on. Let me stop the share. Help me out here. Let me just figure out what to do here. Stop video? I, well, I want to stop the recording. Stop.